This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me. How you doing this morning, Shay? Doing great. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. And we are here to bring you a Sunday sermon from Pastor Darius of the Change Church. Mm-hmm. It was another beautiful and great, insightful Sunday morning for us. And um, we want to just thank uh, Pastor Darius and the Change Church for the beautiful message this morning. Um, it was beautifully delivered. It was impactful. It was sure. very enlightening. And yeah. um, we just are honored to have been of, uh, to have been a part of service this morning and got all that we got out, uh, got out of it. Mm-hmm. And this morning, I just want to say thank you to the Lord another day to be here and be with my beautiful girlfriend and just just another chance to to be at my best and another chance to right my wrongs and feel better than I felt the day before and be better than I was the day before. How you feeling on this beautiful Sunday morning, baby? Um, Honestly, I think, you know, the message really resonated for me because it was so much that I was trying to understand during the week. So it was so timing for God to place a word through Pastor Darius that just really allowed me to, you know, get a revelation, you know, and I think that's what I was looking for, just to be able to continue to put one step in front of the other, continue Mm -hmm. to remain gracious, continue to, you know, commit to excellence and try to be great and all these different things. And, you know, the hurdles that we experience are so tough and can really lead you astray. So it was just, what I needed to hear to continue to take the path of purpose. That's real, man. And it was a rejuvenating message, man. Because sure. I, I needed to hear some myself and it's so amazing to me. And I know I say this a lot, but I'm I'm not I'm not capping when I say this stuff. Every week that we come um to listen to Pastor Darius on Sundays, it always relates to something in our lives that we can distinctly uh put these learnings and teachings toward. Absolutely. And put them into work in, in real time. And I, I don't know. I'm just so thankful that God is always answering because we always look, we always say, like, God, answer this prayer for me. God, answer me. God, uh, do you hear me? Do we actually hear God when he actually gives us the answer? Mm-hmm. And it can be subtle. It ain't always a big life-changing thing. It might mm-hmm. just be a message that you need to take in to help ease your mind and then go apply it and then set yourself on a path. Like, we always talk process is a real thing. For and we're sure. looking for these one lump sum blessings to wipe and erase all our wrongs and, and things done to us. But nobody really wants to endure process to get to those points. And that's where God is telling you through process, everything you want is there in, in full fulfillment if you just do it the right way. And we all kind of sort of the human nature of us shortcuts or it can't. It's got to be an easier way. And sometimes yeah. it's just not, y'all. Yeah. It's just not always an easier way. So without further ado, let us dive into this episode titled Surviving 
the streets. Surviving the streets. Or, I'm sorry, Pastor, surviving these streets. Yes, these streets. I'm sorry, Pastor. <laughs> I put my own little spin on it, didn't I? <laughs> but yeah, the message this morning came from Daniel uh, chapter 6, verse 1. Mm -hmm. You can go and read through that passage of scripture, get you a good understanding and detailed understanding of where Pastor took his message this morning. I'm going to start with these two points. God is invested in those whom walk in purpose. Mm. People tend to be critical of others and become opinionated when they see themselves as transcending a situation. Whew. Man, and um, I just want to unpack the first part for myself. Purpose has given me a lot of clarity in my life. Mm -hmm. It's cleared up a lot of anxieties. It's cleared up a lot of, I think I overly put myself in situations that didn't have to be as tough mm -hmm. but I I made them tougher hoping it would elevate me yeah and some situations it was like man you should have just let it be what it's gonna be if it's gonna be easy let it be easy because some battles aren't as tough and strenuous as the ones to surpass them or the ones after them for sure so to make them all be like, no I'm gonna go in there like this it might not take all that but mm -hmm. the way I'm wired I'm 100 miles per hour with everything. So I always go in full speed and what happens, happens. But the point I'm making right now, God is investing in those who, who walk in purpose. Since I've been walking in purpose, it hasn't seemed like I've been caring as much. If y'all yeah. can uh, catch my drift on Absolutely. that. I have emptied my backpack of things that I can no longer control, which has given me clarity on seeing my purpose being fulfilled and... Uh, and during the process of getting the fulfillment through of my purpose has not felt as heavy mm -hmm, lately. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm finally walking in purpose. I know I'm, I'm saying a lot. I'm trying to articulate it, how I'm I'm thinking it. And yeah. I feel like I'm walking so in purpose. Even my tough days aren't as tough as they used to be. Or they don't affect me like they used to affect me. Oof, that is so beautiful. And as you were saying that, the first thing I thought that came to mind is, you know, when you say God walked with those who, or God is invested in those who walk in purpose, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, you're leaning on him mm -hmm. through the walk. And so mm -hmm. that's exactly what you articulated, right? It, the hard days now don't feel as hard as they once were because now you know you're on the right path and you know that you can lean on God and speak to God and ask him to give you the strength you don't have. Mm -hmm. And there's comfort in that, right? Like I think before when you're not having that perspective and when you're not spiritually mature, you may think you gotta do it all yourself. Man. So you pull yourself, like you're stretching yourself thin, you're trying to think outside of the box, trying to figure out different ways. And some things, you just need more of God. You just need his presence. Mm -hmm. You need him to intervene. I think when you can see that and know that and you surrender something over to him, there's a different level of peace that you can have. Right, and you remember when we used to talk and you'd be like, but babe, you can't, affect and change everything yourself. Mm -hmm. You just can't. And I, I'm picking that up now. Now I'm understanding. Leave that in God's hands and let God handle that regardless of how I see it. A hundred percent. However it turns out, that's how I must have the understanding. That's how God saw it panning out for me. Exactly. Keep moving forward, J. Rose. But me, I don't know. It got to finish like this. No, it don't. But you will regress yourself and depress yourself trying to make it look how you want it to look all the time. A hundred percent. And like Pastor was talking too, you know, like you don't know 
what the devil is plotting to get you off course. Mm. You know, and so trying to figure out all the ditty, the nitty gritty details and trying to be a part of every element of it is the devil trying to distract you. Playing right into the devil's hand. A hundred percent. And so you have to say to God, I don't understand this and I don't know why it's happening the way that it's happening. But what I do know is that you've promised me things and you've promised me a life of abundance. And so I'm going to stay the course and show up each day trying to be great because I know that you're going to give me those rewards at the other side of it if I remain focused on you, mm -hmm. you know, but it's the devil is just trying to bamboozle us essentially, you know, he wants us to feel like it's not him or that it's something else. And that's, that's what we're doing. And that's real because when you said the devil's trying to bamboozle us, it took me into that second part that I talked about that I wrote down from Pastor Darius when he said people tend to be critical of others and become opinionated when they see themselves as transcending a situation. Mm -hmm. Social media to its fullest right there. 100%. Somebody else go through divorce. Uh, it was behind closed doors. It wasn't real public. They settled it. Uh, somebody of status, on they put it on the internet and it kind of goes viral, what we call it. Yeah. Everybody got an opinion. Even the ones that were good, bad, or different in those situations still come out and just become so opinionated about something that when it was them in the spotlight, they wanted nobody to speak on it. Now that it's somebody else, they overly speak on it. And that's the traumas that Pastor was telling us that most of his God's strongest warriors, people that are walking in their purpose, you're going to get tested, tried, battered, and attacked by the devil because he knows once you start to be influential, his influence devastatingly decreases. Because it's so hard to influence somebody that can see themselves. Ooh. And uh, the devil always picks on people that are battling with self and also battling with the world. So I'm going mm -hmm. back to the social media reference. When people tend people tend to be critical of others and become opinionated when they see themselves as transcending a situation. When I think I've came out of something, now I can tell you how to do it. Because I know. But you take the level three understanding of how we call it. You still a human. Your situation might not even add up to my situation, even though, like what we say, what I said um, in previous podcasts, divorce is divorce. The reason we divorce to the reason y'all divorce is two different reasons. 100%. So you can't say our sim our situation is so similar. It's common, but it ain't similar in the sense of the detailing. Mm -hmm. No, and that's something that you said that really that really hit for me. It's like the adversities we go through is because the devil knows what's in us. Mm. The devil knows what God's put in us. And so the, the adversity that we're facing isn't based on how we see ourselves because we don't even know how great we can be mm. until you've lived it out, until you've really experienced it. Sometimes we can be oblivious to the things that God has in store for us. And so the devil is just trying to do whatever he can to throw you off track. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, well, I ain't gonna say that. I have come to mature enough to be able to have a level of discernment to get these people out of my way. Yeah. So the people that tend to be critical of others and become opinionated once they, uh, once they see themselves as transcending a situation, mm -hmm. it's like everybody when I was coming up as an athlete, oh, bro, I can show you the way, but didn't make it to where I was trying to make it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so y'all stay with me now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to go D1. These dudes didn't even go to college. So when they come out there and I'm training, I'm doing it I'm like, oh, little brother, let me help you on a step or two. Now, y'all stay with me because I'm not saying you can't learn from these people. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying you must have what I was just speaking of, discernment, maturity level to understand what to pick and choose of what they're saying and how they're saying it to 
what you understand you are already capable of. 100%. If I would have listened to that guy and started changing things that I was already good at, then when I go in try to perform again, it ain't going to be the outcome that I'm looking at. I'm like, what What changed? Mm. I changed my mentality of how I saw it because somebody else made me take their opinion as, they made me choose their opinion over mine. And, Ooh, that was good. and yeah, it just go deep because that's a, that's another tactic that the devil uses. Mm -hmm. The devil use nice people. Like, let me, man, let me just help you out. You don't really need help in this situation. So sometimes you can get like overly advised. Mm -hmm. People can give you over advice. Like, man, okay. I already got a grasp on this, but what about this now? Yeah. It now, cause it leaves you subject to having to have the discernment. Now I got to figure out, okay, should I do that or should I not? Mm -hmm. And when it comes from people, we trust people connected to us. It gets fluctuated because if it's your mom, my daddy, ooh, but mama always got my best interest. But mama ain't never been here. Mama ain't never been in this realm. So she's she looking at it from a wet lens, a, a, a saving grace lens. I don't want my baby to suffer, but baby might need to suffer to get what they want. Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm about to real, use a real life reference. My, my beautiful grandmama, Janet Bradford, in football with me. I... I understood where she was coming from with it, but she didn't understand. She's never walked that walk that I'm in, so she didn't get uh, the conversation we would have. She was like, okay, baby, well, you know football ain't everything. I know it ain't everything, but it's my right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't think that it's not everything or I won't be able to put my best foot forward. But in the people that care about you, Gracie, they're trying to help you in a sense, but it kind of hinders you if you don't have the right energy for the situations and space that you're in. Yeah, and it's in the effort to be supportive, right? right. Naturally, of course, they want the very best for you. And so I understand what you're saying. It's like for your programming, you got to go 10 toes down right. in to get the best kind of results. So it's just about knowing the discernment. It's knowing that it's coming from love and that the intentions are great. But I still got to stay focused on the things that I want, despite how it might hurt in that moment on that day or for however long it's going to mm -hmm. hurt to get the results that I'm looking for. Um, just to pivot a little bit, another thing Pastor talked about that I really like is he said that my excellence was a mirror of their mediocrity. Mm. And so they can either be inspired by my excellence or jealous. Preach. And when people are jealous, it's just mismanaged exposure, which can lead to unnecessary hostility. Mm. And so Pastor was saying we need to be able to withstand the influence of, of opinions of people who do not share our values and don't understand my assignment. Mm. I think mm. that was the thing that hit, you know, like we talked about too, when we were unpacking just some of the things that we've been through in the last, you know, three months uh -huh. and just seeing individuals that we thought were meant to help hold a position in our lives that in today's day don't really hold one at all or have been demoted to holding less of a valuable position mm -hmm. because it was so clear that at the end of the day, we want different things. Yeah. We see the world differently, keeping it above. I don't think you prioritize, you prioritize God the way that I do. Right. I don't know if he's your authority or you're your own authority. Because based on your actions, that's not the things that I know God tells us to do. He has standards and I don't see you holding your own life to those standards. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to have the discernment and the willpower to say regardless of what, what that individual thinks of me, we don't want the same things. They don't get my assignment, so it shouldn't matter. Now, but then when those people come at you passive-aggressively... How do, you, how do you act on that? Because the reason I'm asking you that, and I'm, I want to lead you into it because I know you're going to give a great breakdown, mm -hmm. but I'm going to lead you into it with the thing I wrote down from what Pastor said, which we both was like, okay, now he talking. Come on. So y'all listen to this. Pastor said, you want your passive aggressiveness to make me act aggressively. Ooh. Now you can go and unpack 
the why. So the way that I think this is so true, we talk about this all the time. And often what can sometimes be something that I'm criticized for, I think is a gift. Like I am very gracious. And it's not because I think being gracious is easy. Mm-hmm. I just know ugly Shayna is real ugly. I don't like that Shayna. I don't want that Shayna out here. That's when I'm letting the devil take a handle. Do any of us want to go home? Well, I'll blow this whole place. So you we know? All, ain't nobody going to make it out. What y'all want? Do y'all Come want on. a couple to make it? Or do y'all want me to blow? Ain't nobody going to make it out here. How about that? Because they don't get real ugly real fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm well aware of my reactions. I and you've you. seen some of them too. Like, oh, yeah. it's not what the rest of the world's going to see. This is a safe space so I can do it with you. 100%. But I'm aware of how big bad and ugly it can get if it was up to me right you know so i'm always saying to leave with grace i'm always saying in the moment where i want to react oh i just ask god to take the wheel because i don't want to not be a representation of him Mm. because i want to allow him to do what he's got to do with them without me being pulled out of character Mm, and that's that right there is a pastor talks about you know and when they're doing things making comments making jokes talking about you saying little sly things here and there it's to get you out of character. Mm. And it's because they know your character is so hot and your character is so strong that they just want to see a weak moment. Right. And that part is in our control. And if we and if we feel like we can't do it, lean on God. Man, and that's a bold statement. Come on. When you feel like you can't do it, what she said, lean on God. Lean on God. Because that's what they want. They want to be able to say, but did you see what they said? Maybe I was wrong, but did you see how they reacted? Yeah, that. Okay, watch what I'm gonna go do to them then. Okay, you done, you done put yourself, you gonna go to jail. Come on. <laughs> All right, you can go to jail. Things can escalate. But that's why, like I say, for myself, practicing grace is like pulling teeth. And people be like, well, is that really hard? Yes, because. It's really hard. Go go talk to a, a smoker for years and tell them how hard it is to stop. Man, they done used every piece of gum, everything, <laughs> every commercial. They done told us how to stop. It's hard once yeah. you are habitual to something. It becomes your normal to break that. It's breaking yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Rose in the flesh right now. What I told y'all in a previous podcast, I'm not Jay Rose from six years ago. Mm-hmm. Beyond that. I'm not Jonathan Rose from six years ago. So sometimes I use J. Rose and Jonathan and people think it's two <laughs> different people. I'm not him from past. I'm going to tell sure. y'all that now. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't be. Exactly. And I'm proud that I'm not. Like mm-hmm. people got to start investing in that. Don't be, don't say you want to make a change then make a change and get depressed. No, it was the whole sole purpose of what you wanted to do. Don't let it become a depressing thing now because X, Y, Z don't look right. Make it look right. Come on. <laughs> We, we get ready to transition out of phases of life and get funny moving about elevating. Like, oh, am I elevating too fast? No, these people around you got you feeling like you're moving too fast or you ain't moving the right way. No, stick to your guns because these same ones, like my, my uh, mom and daddy used to tell me, them same friends you hang out with over there going to be them same ones there in the future. <laughs> they ain't going to be nowhere. And guess what? It's a couple of them that's still over there on the corner. Mm-hmm. Well, my folks told me to get from over there before you get stuck there. Which somebody probably told them too, but they was too big bold to listen. Okay. And guess where you at? One more time. Still where you was. And it's like Pastor said, when they say to you, you changing, you saying you not. And you not. Boy, Pastor, you hit across the mouth with that one. Say it one more time. Because when they say to you, you changing, you say to them, and you not. Come on. And that's the problem. And that's the part, right? And I think 
when we unpack and we talk about it, I think going through those experiences and those processes can feel lonely yeah. if that's how we see it. But we're forgetting that God's still with us. Well, you just tap into emotional response there because you just, what we, what we unpacked before we came on here, like, but then we lose all our friends. But are those people we really want? If they ain't trying to grow, if they ain't trying to go nowhere, why I want to keep holding on to you? Because it, we've been together for 10 years. We've been homies for 15 years. You're not growing. So eventually you're going to cut my growth off. I love you so much that I'll, I'll allow you to do that. Make it make sense. <laughs> we got to be willing to walk away. And if we focus on God and not focus on people, you know, who can be fickle and who have their own hurts, traumas, and trying to figure it out. If we just remain focused on God, like Pastor said, he'll promote you, protect you, and preserve you. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Boy, we got off on a good little road there. We really did. I got one more topic I want to uh, speak on that I wrote down for Pastor Darius this morning, and this is what he said. His excellence is the key to his elevation. His elevation triggers jealousy and arrogant responses based off of him surpassing others' expected outcomes and results. Yeah. And um, in a previous podcast, and one of my notes that I wrote down from Pastor Darius that I keep with me is when he talked about elevation. And you remember what he said about that, Shay, but I want to go back and find it in my notes real quick. He says, elevation attracts everything. Mm. And going back to this passage, from that, elevation attracts everything. His excellence is the key to his elevation. Some of us don't want to shine because we're making somebody feel bad because we shining. But that ain't on us, y'all. No. <laughs> we're human, so we're feeling it. We're feeling the emotional response of it. Hey, you're making me feel bad by being so good. That ain't my fault. I promise you that ain't my fault. Yeah. That's your fault for not being able to come up to the level of where greatness is. Exactly. Kobe Bryant didn't, oh, I'm going to miss this shot so old boy don't feel bad about him missing his 12. Kobe no. never did. Kobe scored 81 by himself. I witnessed Come on. it. Come yeah. And you know why he did that? He said, because y'all ain't going to get it done. Guess what? I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to wait for y'all. I'll get it done. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to be like, oh, no. Nah, well, since y'all can't get it done either, I don't want, want y'all to feel bad. So I'm going to not get it done too. Stop being conformative. Yeah. Stop conforming to things just so the world don't seem as imbalanced. You know why it's imbalanced? Because most people need to rise to the top. Come on. It's bottom heavy right now because everybody want to be calm and similar and look the same. Don't nobody want to stand out no more because it, it attracts you. It puts a target on your back. If you can't if you can't hit this target, you can't hit this target. No matter if you know it's a target, yeah, everybody's coming after me. But if you can't hit me, you can't hit me. Mm -hmm. But you got to believe that you can't be hit. You can't be nervous and scared. No, no, no. Go in there head first. So back to the unpacking. His excellence is the key to his elevation. That's how we get into the door. You got to put the key in. To open the door, his Excellent. His elevation triggers jealousy, arrogance, uh, jealousy, and arrogant responses. It triggers that. So now, when you open that door, behind that door is a lot of people that's going to root for you up until you surpass them. And then they become your enemies. Yeah. You have to have that understanding. They don't hate you. No. They just wish they could do some of the stuff that you are exuding and doing. Mm -hmm. So, their hate for you isn't hate, it's envy. And you got to use priority words. That's why I love the English language. Certain words mean certain things in different spaces and places mm -hmm. and hold certain energies. So right now, this is envy. I'm not, I don't hate you for the person you are because you're my best friend. I hate you because you're surpassing me to a point that I'm standing out in a bad way. Yeah. Mm. Hold on. I'm almost there. No, you got it. You got it. Then it said, um, his 
Elevation triggers jealousy and arrogant responses based on him surpassing others' expected outcomes and results. Now, that's another thing that has nothing to do with you, but you trigger it. People put a limitation on you. You surpassed it. And they said, not him. I didn't allow him to do that. They didn't allow you to elevate. Think about that. They are telling you, you were never supposed to get this far, in my opinion. And I don't like you for it. You can't let that be your, your blockade. No. You can't be that. That can't be the reason you regress. You stop seeing fulfillment. Stop seeing elevation in yourself. Oh, but my, that's my best friend. From, I love him. No, he don't love you. That's my, that's sis from kindergarten. And sis doesn't want to see you flourish. That ain't enough for you to, but my mama said, but mama, so, mama didn't go to school. So mama said, you're going to get a doctorate degree. Girl, come home and mama ain't trying to cut your elevation off. Mama is envious of you because since I didn't get to finish high school, you talking about a doctorate and you want me to clap for you. I, it's hard because I want some too, but it ain't your fault that they don't have. <laughs> let me let me get that last end. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this on some real good stuff. It ain't your fault that the people connected to you don't have what you have, and it is your responsibility to encourage them because when they feel envious, that's our self-driven uh, understanding. When you boast and brag in front of them, that's you doing. It to them. Now the energies they're feeling, you brought those along because you knew they didn't have. So you'll come and flown it? Yeah. That's what I tell my friends. I'm an encourager. I don't flash nothing in y'all face. I come to you, hey bro, how can we get this on track? Hey, how you doing today, my boy? Did you did you put another application? How did how did that one go? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna unpack with you. I'm not here to point fingers at you. Well, you know, I hey, I got ten, I got ten bands today. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm not I'm not here to make you feel bad about your situation. I'm here to hopefully gross you something that'll get you jump-started and driven to go get what you see I have for yourself. Where, where is your thing? Where is your it? I want to help you get to that because then you don't have time to look at me and how I'm doing mine and because you're flourishing on your own. Exactly. Bottom line right here, y'all. The reason some of us are so envious envy and full of jealousy and stuff like that because we're not focused on where we flourish because we're not flourishing. So when you're not flourishing, what, what do you have to do? You have to watch others flourish, right? That creates a natural jealousy and a natural devil in you and you become a reflection and a articulation of something that you are not. Mm -hmm. You are an articulation of what you're going through and what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And that is not you. Yeah, no, I think you hit it on the head. And I think the reality is when you're striving for excellent excellence, there's always going to be adversity. Mm -hmm. And I know I talk to a lot of people like in my corner in my tribe, I'd say, and I think the one thing that is common is when it's hard, everyone's surprised. Like everybody wants to live a good life and, and I'm guilty of it. I want things to be different. Like, you know, even today, recognizing that being excellent, there is no easy path to that. There's going to be some type of trial. trial that comes, some type of adversity. You know, the devil's not going to take a day off. He doesn't. If he's seeing that I'm working closer and closer to aligning what God has in store for me, he's going to try to get more creative, you mm -hmm. know? And I have to be not necessarily prepared for that, but I have to expect that, you know? I have to not dim my own light when those moments arise. I have to see it all the way through. I have to live by God's standards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think... 
the point is, and Dion said it, you know, you got to be committed to excellence. Right. And when Dion said it, watching the pivot this week, it was just, I think it was last week, but when we watched Dion on the pivot, it just was so clear to me that it's like, I, I want to strive for excellence and I want to be committed to that level of living, level of character. And I want that to shine through my lifestyle. And I want God to know he can use me because I'm doing it and I'm seeking him. And I want to be surrounded by that, mm -hmm. you know? And so when you take that type of lifestyle very seriously, you got to make tough decisions and you got to be clear about who is coming along and who isn't. And you got to be expecting tough times to come with that as well. Right. And shout out to Deion Sanders. Thank you. For, and the pivot also, yeah, everybody on the pivot. Um, man, that was a great podcast we watched the other day. I just want to pick it back on what Shana said. Dion was so transparent, but he the message and understanding I took from it was him like, man, life, transcending life. I went from a two-sport pro athlete, can move around and do all this, and then he had that surgery and life happened to him. Mm -hmm. and he's still trying to be the Dion Sanders that when I was able-bodied and I, I still had good spirits, but so now I'm going through my own trials. Why do I show up differently now? He doesn't, and that's what he banks on being a man of God. He was like, man, I might not be able to do all I could do, but I thank God for keeping me here and keeping me here for my kids, exactly. here for my family, here in intact as a as a man. Like that stuff, like when he talk if y'all haven't watched the pivot, he talks about going through that surgery. And the reason it hit so hard with me, because I was in that same bed at one point in time. People had to do for me. And he talks about how being such a dominant athlete to being somebody that Basically, somebody had to hold his hand, wash him, mm -hmm. bathe him. He couldn't do nothing for himself. Yeah. He, he spoke about how demoralizing it was. And that's where men aren't as transparent no more. We don't want to be that vulnerable because it almost brings us to tears and we don't we, we consider that weakness. But that's just that's just energy. Yeah. When when you feel pain, pain gonna come out in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. You ain't always soft. It's just how pain is exuded, how sadness exuded, how grieving is exuded. So with his unpacking, I, he gave me a little something to hold my hat on, man, because I I felt helpless and I felt less of a man. I felt so many emotions in that moment that now that I've transcended it, I'm better for it. And I know how to apply it. And I know how to put it into practice as well. And that's what Dion was talking. He was like, man, I just walk different now. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what Shana was saying in a, in a sense. She was like, man, just knowing who you are yeah. and shining the way you shine regardless of who it hurts. That's their issue. Don't dim your own light because somebody else is like, why are you being so good? Okay, I guess I won't be as good for you. Yeah. That ain't helpful for them or you. Mm -hmm. You demoralize self and you give them a platform unearned. You let them feel, oh, I'm encouraged. Hey, I'm better than him. You see him? He, he, he gave up. But that don't make you good. If he wouldn't have gave up, you still would have lost. Like the person is still a loser. A loser yeah, is going to be a loser. Mm -hmm. Don't make them winners because they are tired of you winning. Make them have to work to beat you. Exactly. Make them have to work to own to earn their own win. Exactly. That's how I want to teach people. I ain't handing nobody nothing. I love this platform because I'm not handing y'all the game. I'm hoping you come and soak up the game. It's like a sponge. Y'all, I know people got sponges in their house. If you don't press that sponge down, you can sit it on top of the water. It'll mm -hmm. soak it up a little bit. But if you press it down, it'll, it'll almost absorb it about instantly. Yeah. That's what people... And my platform of this Prove Yourself Right is, I'm going to sit the sponge on top and if you want to invest, press down. And you can soak up all the knowledge you want or else it'll be there and you can look at it from the outside looking in and utilize it how you utilize it. But I'm fully fulfilled whether you do your part or not. Yeah. That's the ultimate thing.
thing and understanding I'm going to leave y'all with today. No matter how you move, I was unaffected. So I hope that you prioritize yourself like I prioritize myself and see yourself and go get that fulfillment that you are seeking. You got anything else, buddy? No, I think you did it perfectly. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday.